In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just say In for the Night. Wow. I need you to be on your that shit. That was quick. I was down here for like 30 seconds. And you, you couldn't be like, all right, about to start and then click it or like going to press click or going to start. No, because that was what you did before. So you had all of last year to deal with it. Now it is my turn. Yeah, clearly. You're just like, bam. And take a shot, guys, because now the dogs are riled up because Ty is Dad is here. home. He's downstairs. And they are playing with a lobster that used to be a lobster, but is now just a rope. It's just a <laughs> string of rope. A string they of rope. destroyed that bad boy. What's our topic today? It was yours. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, hello, people. If you have not listened to us before, my name is Katie or Ground Zero. Why? Why'd you say it like that, Katie? Like, real sad. I don't like you my don't name. You don't like your name? No. You can change it. You know how much headache I had to go through to change my name to your last if name? If it's that important, you can change it. I'm too lazy to do it twice. Well, we're going to do it once something happens. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so now you don't believe in it now? I believe in it. I just wow. think that you... You're just changing all I these think, things. I think you're just going to get so overwhelmed with the process that you'll just forget about it. No, I will not. I am dead set. Because you have to do like that. you have to do a list of things before you can do it. So you have to get like your social. Okay, so this last year it took me about four months to change all of my name across all boards, and I was on my shit. So first you have to go to get your social security card changed because you can't do anything else until that's changed first. Okay, and then after that you have to get your driver's license changed. Okay, easy. You, you go to do DMV. That no. We had to go to the thing. Remember that huge storm and we sat there and the lady was like taking forever on mine, but yours got done in like five minutes. Because I'm cool. Sure. Then you... <laughs> can you even see me? We'd even like go yeah, over that. I can see you. Um, I would have fixed it. If just because you can see me doesn't mean everybody else can see me. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to be funny <laughs> or were you being serious? A okay. little bit of both. Then Alaska. What, <laughs> then what you have to do is get your passport. And then on top of that, there's like a process in itself. First, you have to go get photos, like take pictures taken. And they're like, you have to take out all your earrings. And I'm like, fuck y'all. This is who I am. And then they're like, okay, cool. What are you looking for? Coaster. I, we had some down here. I don't know. Where it Guess went. you took them or broke them or threw them away. I don't know. Anyway, so then after you get your pictures taken, then you have to fill out the thing online, and then it has to be with your legal married name, and then you also have to make sure you have copies of your marriage license because I, we got married, and I still hadn't changed my name, so I had to get my marriage license and send it to them along with my old passport and the picture. And then there's a possibility they'll decline it. Thank God they didn't decline mine. So why would they decline it? Just not enough information, blah, blah, blah. Like the government sometimes, well, sucks. Just not sometimes sucks. So that is the process. And I still haven't changed any of like our bank accounts or anything. Probably should do that. Probably should. Because if you go in, they're going to be like, this is not you. And you're not going to be able to do anything. I have both IDs on me. Oh, well, yeah. So it doesn't but still. matter. But, so it's a process. So, just thinking about that daunting activity, I'll let you head it up. That would be an exciting activity because, you know, 
You know, you know the reason. I don't want to say it, but right. you know the reason. So, so that's our life. That I was my be life. Happy go lucky because you don't have to. If that happens, we won't have to do anything else. Technically, I'll just get an assistant. There you go. Have your assistant do it. They'll be like, you have to go get pictures taken. Can't you just do it for me? <laughs> yeah, they can be like the, one of They'll those. They'll shave their head and cry. <laughs> <laughs> It'll grow back. All right. And then they like it, and then they keep their head bald. You're welcome. All right, what's your name? Lur, obviously, or G Dogarino. Mmm. I hate my, my all three of this. peace signs. My three peace signs. What? Do you see those? I only see the fingertips. Right there. Well, a little up. There. What does that represent, Lur? W's. What is winnings? Hashtag winnings. Remember when I had that thing about the W? We got the W people. I What? The W? Like the win? We got the W, guys. We got the W. I told you about how I hate it when people say, oh, we got the W. I don't really remember that. Did you tell me that when I was tipsy? Possibly. No, I'm not going to remember that. I think it was we were watching Van Wilder, and they were like, oh, we got the W. And I thought that was the stupidest thing in existence. It's awesome. We got the W. It's better than saying win or winning. W is so much shorter. Got the W. Win is one syllable. W is three. Got the W. Win. W, win. Same thing. <laughs> Just because you say it faster doesn't mean it has less syllables. You know the clapping thing for syllables? W. W. Win. See? Same thing. Just because you add extra eyes <laughs> doesn't mean it's making extra syllables. All right. I guess win is a winning. lot shorter. See? It's winning. It's two. W is three. Yeah, but you still say it just as fast. Win, winning, W. Same thing. Okay, folks. Um, <laughs> cheers. Uh, we, Boop. Here's my water. Oh, yeah. I'm cheers your water. Well, you didn't bring me down one, so what am I supposed to do? Did you say, babe, can you make me a drink? I yelled for you to get me a, a La Croix, but you didn't bring a one. A what? A La Croix. Stop smelling my area Fifi. take a shot Fifi's take two getting... shots she's trying to get sexual with me bitch i'll <laughs> fuck you up she turned around <laughs> so i posted this on facebook if you do not if you're not friends with me on facebook and you're listening to this which a lot of you are across the world and i do not know who you are congratulations you are not my friend you don't have to be my friend on facebook um so we brought fifi to the vet recently and i got the best compliment ever the vet called and she was like i just want to let you know that fifi was the highlight of my day she was so friendly she just wanted cuddles and licks like a lot of dogs are so scared to be here and fifi was not that dog she just wants love and affection and that's all she wants and so the vet Made me feel good that we you are. Do whatever the hell you want to her, and she just as long as you like give her pets and kisses. She was like, okay. And then like Wade will do anything for cheese, and cheese. They have like the doggy spray cheese shit that oh they give him God. to like do it, and they're like, he just loves cheese. Like we sprayed it right into his mouth, and he loved it. He loves anything. <laughs> he just loves food. <laughs> anyway, even okay. things that are not food. Can you turn off your phone, please? It keeps on Can going off. Can you turn off your phone, please? It's not on. Yeah, it's never on. Because if you hear whistles, that's his phone going off. What's wrong with that? I don't it's just like to it. Let everyone know that I'm you're a so popular pop- person. <laughs> I'll make you popular real quick, 
Anyway, so our movie, if you have not watched it, please go watch it. It's called The Burbs. You can watch it on Peacock. It is on uh, Amazon Prime as well as Vudu, but it's like a rental. So if you have Peacock, it's free. Great. Great. I was just waiting for you to comment, but you Why didn't. would I comment? I don't know. You were saying where you could watch it at. What would I say? Oh, yeah, you can watch it on there. All right. stuck like that. I thought it was like, oh shit. Stop touching stuff. Your ADHD is showing. Your face is showing. Unfortunately. Uh, I think it says comedy horror. It's not horror. I oh, mean, I it, it kind of is. Sort of is. Um, so, super old movie. Not, well, then I'm super old. You are. You're 87, not 89. I'm two years older than that movie. Yeah. So you're super old. But I'm older than that, so I'm super older. So. Uh, we have The Burbs. So I'm assuming that's short for suburbs. Good job, babe. Uh, suburbanites, as they Sub- say it. Suburbanites. That's what I just said. Suburbanites. Sur- you said suburbanites. Suburbanites. That's- suburbanites. Why is it suburbanites? It's, it's SU, suburbs. It's S-U-R. I don't think it's S-U-R. I know. It's just S-U. I was just testing you, and you failed with flying colors. Uh, so, suburbanites, because I don't feel like saying sir, just so I can make irritate wifey over here. Uh, let's see. Comedy Horror, 1989. <clears throat> Why to watch? Outlandish, campy, and suspenseful. So, so, I don't know. I guess it doesn't say like where that came from, but so we got a six point eight out of ten on IMD Bizzle. We got a fifty four percent on Rotten Potatoes, forty five percent on TV Guide. <laughs> TV Guide's so old. <laughs> TV Guide, forty five percent is pretty low, but as always, the saving grace when all those are low. 86% of like this movie Google users, which is So a we're in like the 70s that. as an average. Should put like too. Like, ooh, what if it raises it to 87 if I put like? Let's see. No, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes me sad. Uh, Synopsis. Penis, peni. Don't knock my freaking I'm drink just over. Just trying to get comfortable. My Settling in for some time off in his suburban, suburban home. See, told you it's S-U-R. But you're saying suburban? Who says that? It's like that Su- woman who says ambulance. Suburban. Ambulance. Suburban. Just sounds better. Suburban. Anybody um, got to that? Ray Peterson, Tom Hanks. Vac- suburban home. Ray Peterson's. Okay, there we go. Tom Hanks. So vacation becomes a horror when the Clopex. 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 A suspiciously odd family move in down the block. Or the right across the right next to him. Well, it's um, still down the block. How is that down the block? They're it's literally still, right next to him. It's not on top oh, of you. You're still down, down the, the block. block. I think down the block is like down the block. Like, like Jenny from the block. No, that's one who gets around. That's different. I'm telling J Lo. Okay. Am I supposed to be like scared? I don't know. She kind of scares me. Why? Because she has a fake booty? 
Her, I don't think her booty's fake. It is, 100%. I think we've discussed this before. We did, and it's fake. Just like J-Lo, if you're listening to this, of... can you please write in, in for the night, 1600 okay, yeah, like, like, No, it's not. Cord, they're all going to deny it, but it's fucking <laughs> fake. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 oh, there's more anyway. Um, a suspiciously odd family move in down the block, enlisting the aid of his paranoid buddy, Art, Rick, what? Do Kamanoon? <laughs> That's an interesting last name. And his militia man neighbor, Rumsfield, Bruce Dern. See, that's an easier name to say. Good job, Bruce Dern. Ray sends his son and wife, Carrie Fisher. See, that's easy to say, too. Carrie Good Fisher job, was Carrie Layla. Fisher. Leia. Away Leia. on. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah, she is. Away on I a said trip this yesterday while during the movie. He investigates the Clopex. When a neighbor disappears, Ray and his cohorts risk their lives to save their cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. But they put it C-U-L-D-E-S-A-C. That's how you're supposed to spell it. Oh, really? Oh. Is it like bio means? Thought so. <laughs> I know cul-de-sac. It sounds like one word. I know cul-de-sac. Like, I think it's like French or something. It's supposed to be. Why do they space it like that? Just fucking put it as one word. Cul-de-sac. Oh, so de is of sack means bag. So of bag, something called A sack of bags, nuts. <laughs> um, they're cul-de-sac. I just like making it we're just like taking forever on this from the clutches of evil i can take forever if i want we're not talking about it that much it's gonna be like five minutes <clears throat> release date february 17 1989 director is joe dante dante speak budget was 18 million doll hairs are you serious yeah i don't wow. know what the um box office box office is huh. so i'm just gonna do the first three that are here the reviews Excuse me. No. Uh, actors. So we got Tom Hanks as Ray Peterson. We got Bruce Dern as Mark Rumsfeld, who was dating like a 20-year-old chick. Wendy Shaw. And then uh, we got Corey Feldman, who, who is Ricky Bola. Wendy Shaw plays Francine on American Dad. I told you that yesterday, too. Yeah, she's a lot older here now. I mean, well, aging <laughs> happens. <laughs> I guess right. back in the day, she was like a heartthrob to the dudes. I mean, she's pretty. She's still pretty. All right. So this movie, I remember this movie as a kid, and I always liked it because it's not necessarily a comedy, but it is a comedy, but it's also a thriller slash, I guess, suspenseful. But overall, this movie had a lot of big names. So Tom Hanks was just coming out. We had Carrie Fisher, who was Princess Leia from Star Wars, who played in this movie. As yeah, but was Star Wars first or was this first? Star Wars is in the 1970s, 1974 to be exact. So that was the first episode. Okay. Or episode four, I think it starts in 1974. And she was Princess Leia then? Correct. So she was much younger. Well, yeah. And if I'm wrong on the dates, I don't care. It's in the 70s. I just remember on that 70s show... They- they watched it for the first time, and so it was the 70s. Um, so 1989 was this movie, and so this was after she was getting older. I'm assuming she just wanted another role, and she did a really good job on this one. The bitchy housewife. 
I mean, uh, it's how true. hard could it be? It's I mean, I play that role every, every day. day. No, babe, you do a great job. Oh, no, babe, you do a fantastic <laughs> job. Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so this brings your normal community of people in your neighborhood. A, I don't know my neighbors. I find it kind of annoying if they randomly stop by. Because you just don't like people. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, if, I don't know. I guess it would have to be a certain type of people. But, like, their neighbors are, like, really close friends. They know each other. They're there. And so these random people just moved in. And the house is, like, decrepit. So Yeah, it's scary. I asked, I was like, when did HOA start? And so, ironically, do you remember what I said? So, 1900s. Yeah. So, the 19, uh... Mid-19th century, so the 1800s. Can't read your own handwriting? I was looking at a different number for something else. Dyslexia? You're just rude. Uh, Why is it when you, like, confuse other numbers? Yeah. (laughs) Dyslexic. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was making sure. Where they jumble up words and letters. Yeah. Oh, so it's both. It's words and letters. And it's still the same meaning? Dyslexia? Dyslexia? I guess. I don't know. I'm not a fucking psychologist. You're the freaking psychologist over here. You're the smart cookie of the group. Yes, it's dyslexia. Okay. Here we go. Was that hard? I feel like the the skeleton thingy yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to play the video for all the people. No. It's stressful and I hated it. I mean, they're not going to really see it. Okay, so he sent me a video and there's a skeleton who's like he's a puppet. And he was like, what's a skeleton's favorite? Snack. Snack. And then he's like screaming at this kid to answer and the kid's just laughing and it's like awkward. It's like, it's very anxiety driven. The skeleton's screaming, come on, why do you fucking disappoint me? <laughs> like he's just screaming at him for a good like minute and a half. Slams his head on the box. And he's like screaming and screaming. And then at the end he was like, spare ribs. And he's like, spare ribs, spare ribs, fuck. <laughs> that is stressful. It is hilarious. Um, so mid, like HOA started in the mid 19th century. So it's 1800s, which I thought it was usually in that type of neighborhood in this movie, they would have been on their ass about keeping their lawn nice and keeping the look of your house. Pretty. So I would say this is past. Maybe it's just a random community. Yeah. Maybe it's a non HOA community, but yeah. I'm sure if it, not every place was HOA, not like now. But I can kind of see that. No. Take a shot. Fifi's in my lap. No. And so, also in the movie, they commented about um, how Skip, he used to live in the neighborhood, and he killed his family. He did a familicide. And Skip killed his family? Who's Skip? He worked at, like, the soda, soda shop. And oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. The story. And then there was, like, but a they, random smell in the neighborhood. I don't think that was a true story, though. It was. Well, because the kid was like, oh, that's scary. And then he, like, scares Tom I know, Hanks. But they, so I thought that was, like, a, just a joking story. No, like, it's, like, it happens. Um, it's happened before. It happened in real life, too. Right, so I think it's Scope, John Scope. I think that's his name. Who Will did Gilbert? that? Sure. Okay, that makes um, sense. So, it just, there's always that one person in the neighborhood. You're not really sure what's in their basement. And most of the houses in, like, Texas and Oklahoma, where we're from, don't have basements, so... I mean, Oklahoma has basements. We're in one. Ours is a split level. It's not really considered a basement. It's a basement. It's a split level. What is the difference between a split level and a basement? Split level has entrance to the outdoors. 
because it's our like maybe they made it like that i don't know either way whatever no it's not a base file are you agreeing with me or are you just being a dick i'm agreeing with okay. you <laughs> i am a sweetheart i am not a dick sure okay anyway so then i'm not going to reveal this information well, actually, so they break into the house and they go down to the basement and there's this huge ass furnace that you would not need for that house. And it and goes up to 5,000 degrees. It's 5,000 degrees Celsius. And so that spurred in my brain. 5,000 degrees Celsius? Oh, Fahrenheit. I'm pretty, yeah, that would be. Like, like sun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, no, not the sun. The sun's like bejewels or jewels or something like that. Calvin. I think it's jewels. Sure. Now you're going to make me look it up. So I want to be right for once. In that case, I was like, okay, so it went up to 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit. But I wanted to find out at what temp does, do you burn a body? And I figured this out. It's between 1,400 and 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. So that furnace was overkill by like three times. Oh, wait, what's... To burn a body, what is it? It's 1,400 to 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. And it, the oh, furnace was at 5,000. 5, so I, I thought it was higher to 5,000. Uh, no. I, I just looked it up. But anyway. Yeah, that's so, way overkill. That is like stupid overkill. Damn it. Burn a body temp richer. Oh, wow. No. Wait. I think you were right. These different methods all show that the effective temperature of the sun's surface is around 5,800 kelvins. Yes! Wait. Yeah, you were right. I'm giving you that. Uh, 9,980 degrees Fahrenheit or 5,520 degrees Celsius. So that is the sun. So 5,000 degrees Celsius is the sun? Well, I just said 5580 is what the sun is measured. So that is a ridiculous temperature for a furnace at home. That furnace went up to like temperature of the sun. That's stupid. The surface of the sun. Well, what you can do is watch the movie and figure out why they have that there. We are not going to reveal the... I'm sure whatever thing comes to everyone's minds is... Exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. It's still a good movie. It does have some big names in it. Um, it's very interesting. You were laughing through it. I mean, not the whole way through it, but it had I mean, some funny moments. Like when Art just ate everything and he like. Art ate everything. Oh, yeah. Guy. Yeah, he ate a shit ton. And then he was like, hey, you want to go somewhere and get a sandwich? Like, motherfucker, you just had like four plates of breakfast food. What are you talking about? Yeah. That hungry, hungry hippo. So again, you can watch this movie on Peacock. Definitely worth a watch. It's pretty good, even though it's a little older, but it's still it's good. It's still good. It so, wasn't terrible like I thought it was. What is your rating? I give it an eight. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a nine, not a ten, because well, ten. I would give it a nine too. Nine. So we're gonna give it nines across the board. Very good movie. Definitely take a, a gander at it. Now, do you remember your topic? Uh, doomsday prepping. Doomsday prepping. Doomsday. <laughs> You're gonna say Doomsday or Doomsday. <laughs> so um, we got some lovely information here for everybody, and so, I get to talk more people. Yay! Everybody's probably like, "Fuck." <laughs> You're like, "God, turn it off." Please turn it off. We don't want to listen to power him. off. So throughout this thing, I have cited where I found information. So the first citing that I got was. Uh, the Provident Prepper. 
So that's a, a website. I guess it's providentprepper.com. And what exactly is a prepper? A prepper is someone who has the wisdom and insight to look to the future and prepare for possible events that may impact his or her life or they or them's life, their life. These people build knowledge and skills, gather supplies, and join together in communities that work together for the benefit of all. Preppers take reasonable steps to prepare for the future while also making time to enjoy the present. Or not. Or hella not. Okay, so I wanted to kind of strategically put this where why would you need a doomsday prep? So this is actually a pretty long scenario of what could possibly happen to make it a doomsday. (laughs) So first and foremost, pandemics such as cough, cough, Mm COVID-19. All right. Do you remember the toilet paper issue? Yeah, and the food issue. (laughs) Food issue, toilet paper issue, water running out, like literally gasoline. gasoline. So we already kind of lived a little bit through that, not to the extent of end of the world crisis, but the pandemics can cause, the noises are back, um, some struggle. So then next on the list of reasons why you should doomsday prep is nuclear disasters. So that can lead to food and water contamination. So if you already don't have food and there was a nuclear blast near any food sources, you fucked. Mm-hmm. Then, the Great Depression, which happened in the 1920s, like Dust Bowl and bullshit. Um, need I say more? We should stock up now while times are good. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do bunny ears while times are good. Um, then we have solar flares and EMT, EMPs, and this is an um, electromagnetic pulse. Lur, read number one. Number two? Sure. <laughs> Tie. <laughs> is that me? Um, we have a puppy. Electromagnetic pulse is a brief burst of electromagnetic energy. The ma- electromagnetic Interface caused by an EMP can disrupt communications and damage electronic equipment. An EMP such as lightning strike, such as a lightning strike, can mm-hmm. physically damage objects such as buildings and aircraft. I mean, it does damage. I mean, but aircrafts get lightning strikes quite often. Uh, just to throw that out there. Great. Another reason why to be afraid to fly. No, that's why they have static wicks because they disperse that. They have, they have them all over the planet. So what happens if your plane gets hit twice? Does it do it again or is it like used up? They have like a bunch of static wicks on there. Oh. And they have them on left wing, right wing. They have them on the tail. They have them everywhere. Oh. What happens <clears> if <throat> it hits twice on the same one? Does it matter? I mean, the cha- what is the chances of a lightning strike hitting in the same spot twice back to back? I think it's one in 600,000. Exactly. So. But if you're in the air and you're closer. And plus the plane's going like 300 something miles an hour. That's like kind of impossible for it to hit it in the same spot again maybe <clears throat> continue uh the management of emp effects is a branch of electromagnetic capabilities capability what the fuck what happened what are you doing babe oh that was weird i just saw something like land there um thought it was a flea or something but it's i don't know what it is um, We're not the management folks. of EMP effects is a branch of electromagnetic capability, EMC engineering. Within three weeks of an EMP, as much as 90% of the population will start to die. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's pretty fast. 
Experts agree that it's not so much a question of an EMP will happen, but when an EMP will happen. <clears throat> Top 10 most dangerous places to be no, during. No, never mind. Continue. Jesus, I, I got this. I'm a human being. I know how to read. Um, sort of. I was like, I was like. <laughs> the top 10 most dangerous places to be during an EMP on an airplane slash helicopter. Well, obviously, like that movie <laughs> that we saw. What was that movie? Uh, oh. The, 666? No, the one with Batista. When they're talking about one of the oh, revelations oh, or whatever, oh, it was oh, all oh, the planes oh. falling. Knock from, at the cabin. Yeah, knock at the cabin. It's really awesome Like, movie. so that is what would happen. But. Um, an airplane slash helicopter trapped in an elevator, amusement park ride. Oh, fuck that. So my question is, if you're trapped in an elevator and there's an EMP, would you stop or drop? I think you would drop. <clears throat> okay. Uh, because. Stairs. It yeah, is. because I think it's cables that loop around. So what stops the elevator is whatever cable that I think it like locks onto that cable and uh -huh. stops it. I'm assuming I'm not an elevator builder because I mean, I'm pretty oh, sure nothing like comes out from the bottom and goes into the wall. I'm assuming, but even then that would be electric too. So yeah, it would just drop. I'm so happy. I don't work in like a, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can look it up later, but I'm pretty sure that motherfucker will drop uh, amusement park ride subway system on a vacation away from home. Why? Because you just won't be able to get home. So you would never be able to return. If we're freaking in a cabin that's near a lake, pff, I wouldn't care. <laughs> as long as we have the dogs with us. <laughs> well, that or children. What happens if these people went to the Bahamas and... We don't have children. I, I'm just saying in general, oh, if oh. somebody has children. I was like... <laughs> not all about you, babe. Not all about us, you. Us, you mean? We don't have... I said we don't have children. I and mean, we do them, but not human being children. Beans. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. And your car in the desert? Why the fuck would you be in a car so, in the desert? I, that's, I just had to throw it in there because I thought it was funny, but it's actually true because you would be away from water. Because if your car broke down because of the EMP, you I would mean, have to I walk. guess if you're in Dubai, like, or strolling. Or California, or Arizona, or, or... I'm surprised you didn't say Nevada, because that's Nevada, big desert. or New Mexico, or... Well, Antarctica. Yeah. That's the Alaska, answer. excuse me, I had a lot of burpees going there. On life support in a hospital, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing only because that's Instant just like croak. You had like a good suck. minute. Uh, locked in prison or jail? I mean, because everything be, now is electric, and yeah, you'd be so it'd in be there. Open fucking cells, or it'll be closed, and you couldn't get it open. That's where I'm thinking. I wonder what would happen. I wonder if it would open. I wonder if there's like locked. a fail safe that you could just manually open it. I mean, if they were smart, there should be a fail safe or a backup, like generator type thing for that. But I think an EMP would take out that generator too. No. I don't know. Oh, wait. It's electronic. Like anything electronic, unless it's like gas. Yeah. Well, because they have gas turbine generators. That's what, that's what I used to build. Um, so I think those would survive through it because they usually have those for like plants. But if and it's hospitals. run, if any part of it's electrical, then it's it wouldn't run. So if if it's like our lawnmower would run, well maybe not. A hand push lawnmower would yeah, could hand run. Yeah, hand push lawnmower could run. run. 
motorized like our zero turn wouldn't run because it has an like it's a battery electric start. Well, no, even a push lawnmower because that has a battery, so that wouldn't work either. That would get fried. This is like hard. Just continue. <laughs> There's a lot of things that like, have electricity in them nowadays. It's kind of sad. Um, <clears throat> anywhere near an a nuclear plant because that could blow up. Ooh, okay. That'd be fun. So the solar storm. So. Solar flares and EMPs continuing. The solar storm of 1859 was a geomagnetic storm first observed by Richard C. Carrington. His namesake has given rise to the Carrington effect, a term coined by Lloyds of London, who delivered the sobering news to the insurance industry that this kind of an event happens every 150 years or so. And approaching approaching it, yeah. So 1959, yeah, we should be getting close. Um, or so, and the cost would be an enormous $2.6 trillion, t- t- trillion dollars in financial impact on the world. So, 1859 plus 150. Oh, we're past this. 2009. I mean, or so. It's at 150 years or so. So, we could just be like steamrolling. Prolonging a little bit. Steamrolling ahead. All right, so next on the list, we're moving on from solar flares and EMPs because we talked about that for like an hour. No, we didn't. Um, cyber attack and terrorism. People. Are you the read number two? Not yet. Oh. I'll tell you. Let me tell you. Uh, then next on the list is literally North Korea. Wow. Dear leader. Oh, this is reasoning why dear leader as they call him in the imminent threat to a peaceful coexistence he wants to keep his regimen and the reason he is building his arsenal is because he believes the u.s wants to have him overthrown if he could only realize that building nuclear capabilities is the only reason the u.s wants him overthrown so he's doing something that the u.s doesn't want him to do but he's continuing to do it and then the u.s wants to overthrow him because of what he's doing Mm -hmm. it's a catch-22 uh next on the list is just in general power power out Power outages. Power outages. That's hard to say. No, not really. Say it again. Power outages. I even said it faster. Five times fast. Power outages, power outages, power outages, power outages, and power outages. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, in general, we're using too much energy, blah, blah, blah. It's not true. But um, next is natural disasters. This is where you get to come in, Ty. Read number two. Gotta stack my papers nice and neat. Uh, Natural disasters. The big one. Earthquakes, which are terrifying. Drought, floods, hurricanes. Terrifying. Tornadoes. Terrifying. Inclement weather. Uh, (laughs) It's a little rainy. Could be terrifying, I guess. Storms. Landslides. Mm -hmm. Fires and wildfires. Or avalanches. Sure. Is this part of it? No, it's something different. Is this says three site something? Let me see. I don't think that's part of it. Oh, maybe it if is. it's number three, no, it's number three. Don't read that yet. Oh. Okay. So natural disasters. There's a slew of them. There's a bunch of shit that could happen. Remember the movie? Uh, what is it? 2012. I think it was. I think so. 2012. Is that the cold one. Yeah, where everything just kind of like yeah freezes over, like yeah. hella freezes over. And so that's kind of what they're gearing towards. Like all of this shit could happen all at once because the Earth no longer wants us on the planet because it's trying to. What oh, is it? or like the happening. Or create homeostasis. That's what the Earth is trying to do. So it kind of tries to eradicate the infestation of humans, mm-hmm. which is the same as the happening too. 
Um, the next one, number three tie, is the Amero. And you get to um, read that. What the fuck is the Amero? We'll learn about um, it. The Amero is a hypothetical common currency that would replace the Mexican peso and the U.S. and the Canadian dollar. Pro Grubel has proposed that a combined currency of the three nation nations would increase trade by reducing the complexity of trades involving more than a single currency and eliminating exchange rate risk. Con, probably the biggest drawback of the Amero system is there is little enthusiasm for a common currency among voters in any of the three countries. So like the Euro, it like had more on it, but it's like like the Euro across um, Europe. They have the Euro, but nobody really likes it. They just have to use it. Because well, I think what they're already trying to do, which they already kind of putting in place, is replacing our currency by uh, cryptocurrency. So everybody has to, like, you won't have a bank account anymore. You won't have, there won't be dollar bills anymore. It'll just be cryptocurrency. You'll pay everything with that. Wee. That's what okay. it's apparently shifting to now. So, which would, I think it's supposed to be bad in some way. I can't remember how. I got to look it up again. But it's not supposed to be good if we switch all to that. We shouldn't, no. We shouldn't be required to do that. Um, so the next one is called Monas Monsanto, which is the poisoning of the food supply. Ooh, Mon Monsanto, the Monsanto company, was an American agrochemical and agricultural biotechnology corporation. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> <clears throat> no struggle either. Good job. Uh, Kissinger said, he who controls the food controls the world. So Monsanto, Monsanto, stop it. Monsanto. Santo is the company for what he is kicking me under the table. I didn't kick you. It's called footsies. I didn't appreciate Did you never it. play footsies as a child. Your feet are gross. Your feet are awesome. Thank you. My feet are not gross. Better looking feet than most men. Thank um, you. So your face. Poisoning of the food supply pretty much runs it down. Uh, just that company is like a big company that has a lot of grains and shit that they go worldwide. So that's the reason why it's called Monsanto. Moving on. Uh, next one is, <laughs> it was not as interesting as the EMPs. Which I mean, but that is pretty important, though, because grain is much needed. So if we lose that, yeah. then that's a big food supply that is gone. Uh, next is unemployment or job loss. So just in general, not enough jobs to go around. Uh, national been debt. that for years. I know, right. National debt and hyperinflation. <clears throat> I'm going to stare at the camera. Where have we been in that? That, for that was years. More, like I'm doing like oh. the office thing where we're yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the government is prepping. So prepping what to destroy us? Just listen. Oh, <laughs> to destroy us. <laughs> I like how you just like take it and you're like, fuck this, damn it. Uh, so Russia has been prepping for emergencies for some time. Whether or not you want to believe it, politicians are all on the same side. It doesn't matter who is on in office. So. No matter who is in office, they are prepping for possibilities that may arise. They would know. So if they're prepping, that means obviously we something. We should be prepping. We should be yeah. prepping. So now um, those are just some of the possibilities. I try to list off the most like main ones. There's, of course, weird far off ones out there that I didn't include, like alien like invasions. I mean, that one could happen. Yeah, so... There's no way in hell, like we said this last time, that we're the only people in this right, Milky Way. we can't. There's no fucking way. 
in this universe. Like I just universe Milky Way. Okay, Isn't Milky Way the whole broad spectrum. Isn't no, that? Milky Way is just our galaxy. Oh, okay, universe then. Universe is like uh, outside of that. Imagine they've been lying to us this whole time, and there's literally only the planet Earth and the Sun. Well, they keep on demoting Pluto, so. What's well, rude? What did Pluto ever do to them? He just hung out. He was like, he just was like, I just want to be he part was of like the group. The child that no one wanted. Nobody picked him for kickball. No one picked him for basketball or kickball or softball. He's so small, so he's that's so probably tiny. why they probably kicked him. He's like, like Jupiter's like fat, and he's like, yo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been punking him. That's they've rude. Been bullying Pluto. Poor stop Pluto. bullying. Bullying. Yeah, stop <laughs> bullying Pluto. We just make shirts like that. <laughs> I can't. Uh, okay, so this is when you come in. What are the top seven disasters that are potential? You can read number four. Oh, I was like, I don't know where that is. Um, I mean, we kind of said that on. No, no, we disasters. we already read. We already read it. These are the top seven that everybody considers the oh. most like probable. So number In one order. is earthquake. Number two is solar flares. Mm-hmm. Number three is EMP weapons attack. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me knock on wood there. Um, number four is agricultural collapse, which they've already started doing that. Mm-hmm. The cows, I think some, like a bunch of crops got burned the other week or the other month. Uh, number five is hurricane. Number six is volcano. And number seven is unknown. You can't prep for anything. Holy shit. For everything. I think. Yeah, for everything. That's what I just said. You said anything. I said everything. Anyway, or so you may not just say anything, but you can't prep for everything. So something could come out of the blue and we're just fucked. So always prep. So now that we kind of had a rundown of why you need to doomsday prep, we're going to give you advice for how to get started. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So primal. OK, so these are my sites. Uh, primal Survivor and then BackdoorSurvival.com. So these are just websites. You can probably look them up as well if you need more information. And again, these are just the highlights because there's a lot of sh- like information out there. And there's like PDF books online that are like 150 pages on how to become a prepper. Jesus. I'm not sitting in here and reading it to you. So sorry, but not sorry. Um, so how to get started. First and foremost, you have to have the prepper mentality. The oh. prepper mentality. <laughs> <laughs> it means that you accept that a disaster could strike. It means accepting responsibility for your own safety and security and that of your family. It means being active in the face of disaster instead of passive. So don't sit on the couch. Start prepping, bitches. No, sit on the couch. Give us all the food. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Second most important thing on this is how to get started is water. Water is the most essential aspect for life, and you can only go about three days without water before dying. So, three days. I thought it was seven. That's food. Oh. Well, I mean, you can still, like, live, like, I think I think it's 10 to 21 days, depending on how much fat you have on your body. But if you're relatively skinny. Oh, yeah. You're, like, a day max. Five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> five seconds. Um, it isn't enough to just stockpile water, though. That is a good start. You must also know how to purify water that might be contaminated. Here are some steps to work on. Number five, Ty. Oh. I was just over to you, your Ty. Read. You're just so sweet and cute and sexy. Uh, I hated all of that. Well, too bad. I'm going to do it again in like five minutes. Uh, so water steps. Stockpile one to two gallons of water per person, aiming for a 30-day supply. 
28 gallons for a month. This is based on the idea that you'll need half a gallon for drinking and the other half gallon for other purposes, uh, such as lubricant. <laughs> Just Washing. Oh, okay. Cooking. Yeah, yeah sure, that. Yeah, mm-hmm, 100%. Um, for purposes such as, oh, drinking and gallon for other purposes, such as hygiene and cooking. Learn how to store water. Learn about water storage storage containers and learn how to harvest rainwater for survival. And, I mean, what you did, taking gallon jugs and putting a drop of two of bleach in them. Mm-hmm. So that helps preserve it, keep it clean, and it not get bacterial shit in there once sitting there for however, however yeah. long. Well, I mean... I only have six gallons, so that's not even... We need a lot more gallons, (laughs) babe. So that's why I want to get a rainwater jug. I mean, but we're planning on moving, so... Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Once we move, we can... Start stockpiling. Start stockpiling. We already have a stockpile of food. Okay, so next on the list, food. Like, with your water supply, you should aim for a 30-day supply. This is food that's non-perishable, so... Cans, cans, veggies, ramen, which sucks. But. Ramen, but it does hold for a long time, and then it's flavorful. So you, you can live off rice and beans forever, but it's you're gonna get, hate it. I won't. I rather but there's rice not, and beans. I know you enjoy it, but I'm just saying we have this huge bag of rice, and you can cook it, but at the same rate, oh god, it's rice. I will kill myself if I have to eat rice again. So mix it up. Um, I already packed some like uh, those instant stuffings mixes those are good those are really good i mean but most people i guess excuse my god at those times of sadness and death i'm pretty sure people are not going to be worrying about what is bad for them so in that case yeah ramen is not terrible but and then just make sure you have a source of protein hit like all of your main macronutrients food uh is protein fats peanuts Fats, carbs, protein. You need to make sure you hit all of those because if you're missing one of those macronutrients, you can get really weak and sad. Non-food items to stockpile. This, these are questions that you should think about when before the doomsday situation occurs. Excuse me. Um, how will you go to the bathroom when you're, there is no plumbing? Shit outside. I mean, you, you're going to dig a hole? What? Yeah, dig a hole. Um, how will you stay? I was in Africa. How will you stay clean without a running faucet and soap? Uh, find a pool of water. It's dirty. Get some and boil it. Sure. Um, how will you light your home without electricity? The old way, like doing uh, the rock and the twisting of the freaking stick, and or just get a bunch of lighters. But okay. Or that, but they're going to eventually run out of freaking lighter fluid. Um, how will you treat infections of infections and sickness when there isn't any pharmacies? I mean, either you will have to kind of like buy a bunch of medicines before mm-hmm. or find a pharmacy if it is like... I already like stockpiled with alcohol and peroxide. <laughs> yeah, like stockpile with alcohol, peroxide, get a bunch of medicines and what is it... Um, Antibiotics. Antibiotics. Uh, if you can get them and then just stockpile them. Or if it's you didn't do that and it's too late. Just know where your closest pharmacy is. And then when everything goes to shit, go loot them first. Yeah. like Well, that's what I was saying. If you didn't do that and it's already past the looting stage, then 
Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because there's not but really also, any. But also, like, feminine hygiene products. Like, if you're a girl and you still have your menzies, tampons, all like, stuff to help your life because I, I wouldn't want to free bleed. That would be gross. Because if zombies happen, they can smell that blood. And they'll just be, like. And they'll be on it, ready to eat you, but not in a good way. <laughs> wow not in a way you're like oh yeah i want that no you don't <laughs> get away i'm crampy <laughs> i may be dying i'm bloody Ooh, i like it that's what the zombie he will say. be <laughs> <laughs> all right so next on this list is have disaster plans and drills this is especially important for preppers with families you guys listen I'm yeah, pointing to our dogs. Pay attention, dogs. Um, yeah, like they fucking listen to us. Uh, you need to come up with a clear plan about what to do during a disaster or emergency situation. For starters, try doing three days without electricity in your home and see how you fare. Fuck that. We've had that happen. I, well, I've we, had that happen. We didn't have three days. But it was like a full 24 hours. No, yeah, it was, it was like a full 24 hours. But I did okay. I went and we sat in my... We had candles. Yeah. I read. And then you can watch shit on your phone, so... Watch shit on your phone, read a book. Read a book. Ah! You're so funny. That was hilarious, babe. That's the funniest thing you said all day. Great. <laughs> all right, so next on the list is building survival kits. So a very simple thing ah, you can do to help you through a disaster is to build a survival kit. Tie your number six. Yay, it's me again. About damn time. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> uh, let's see. Survival kits. Car slash vehicle survivor kit. We don't even have one of those. I, like, so in my brain, I always have, like, a bottle of water. Just it, if you get in a car accident and nobody finds you for a couple days, having a little bit of water on in your vehicle is always good. I do have blankets. Um, when I lived in Wisconsin, I used to have uh, kitty litter in my car just in case I skidded off the road and couldn't get traction. So cat kitty litter would mm. give you traction. Nice. Um, I don't know. Just shit that, like, I... I mean, or you can just buy one of those fucking survival kit things like we have here and put it in a damn vehicle. I mean, that too, but I'm just saying, we do have like a, what is it? I have a bug out bag, like it's a medical bag. Yeah, a bag. bug out bag, but that kitty litter is pretty freaking smart. never thought about that, but I I'm lived, also an idiot, so. You never like fully lived up north. You worked there for a little bit, but not, you never lived there. No. So you didn't I have I wish to, I did because I fucking hate the heat. Ow! You are in my area. This is my side. I hate the heat. Anyway. So, oh, Take a shot, number two, he's in bug out now. bag, also known as a 72-hour bag. Mm -hmm. For y'all, bug out bag or 72-hour bag. Uh, Urban Survival Kit, a.k.a. Altoids 10 Survival Kit. Altoids 10 Survival Kit is an urban survival kit. So, like in Ooh. cities, for cities, not outside. For nature, not nature. Bags. Isn't that what urban is? Urban means city. The, the, yeah. Right. Right. I said not nature bags. Urban. Yeah, you said city. Yeah, like, city. For the city. that what urban means? Yeah, for the city. Okay, so they should know. Okay, I'm just uh, reiterating. Uh, 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 Go for it. I'm going to throw these papers at you. Uh, wilderness first aid kit and get home bag? What is a get home bag? So you should have like, we should have like definitions. Well, a of. get home bag is like if you're not at home and something happens, you'll you have something that can get you home. So like maps, uh, 
compass, shit like that. Yeah, because you can't use GPS if the world goes to shit. So, because mm. there probably won't be any satellites. So we definitely need to get like maps of the United States. Mm-hmm. Not that you could use it because you don't even know gotta, what states are next to I each other. Read a fucking map. I used to do it when I was younger. When we used to drive all over the place. All I right. Was the I was the what is it the uh, how do you call it navigator. Thank you. You don't even know the word. Your face. <laughs> all right. Next, learn first aid. Basic first aid. Possibly stitching somebody up. I can definitely do that. I want a surgery kit. I've case. seen movies, so I'm pretty sure I can do it. First, you just gotta sterilize it. So you gotta sterilize. Well, let me take that back. First, you gotta sterilize your hands. And if you don't have soap and water, you can use alcohol, alcohol and rum. The other alcohol. <laughs> so rubbing alcohol and like liquor, vodka, whiskey. I mean, no, I think you. I think you tequila. Can't, I think you can't. You can you use whiskey? I think it's anything only, with a ninety-five. Clear. I don't think it has to be clear. I think it's. Okay. I think it's like an eighty-five percent proof or higher. Eighty-five. It's a proof. It's like a yeah, proof. Yeah, the proof. Thing. It's a proof that's thing. The more alcohol content in it, yes, the more sanitized. So I, I thought because I, I mean, I we'll know just at least give it to the TV person. Shows it's only they always use like, like clear, vodka. yeah, uh, stuff. But I'm assuming that's probably what most people like. So I guess you can use like rum and uh, the best one to use is fucking Everclear, hundred percent. That shit's like a hundred proof or more. Soju from Korea. I don't know what that is. It's like the Korean whiskey. It tastes like nail polish remover. Ugh. So it's like vodka. But it's, uh, so wor- that it's would worse work than vodka. I hate vodka straight. I used to mix it and make a soju cocktail, and everybody was like, oh, Katie, you're so fancy. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, because I can't drink it straight. Yeah, that shit would be gross. <laughs> um, so, and then, so once you sanitize the wound and your hands, then you basically, if you don't have gloves, obviously, I mean, if you have gloves, you don't need to worry about sanitizing, and then you just suture it up. But it's just like, uh, what is it? It's like... Um, just a regular stitch. It's yeah, like, like an up and over stitch. Yeah, up and over, yeah. So I need... I want to get a, a stitching thing. I want to get a stitching kit, too. That's... Isn't that in the bug out bag? I think mm-hmm. it's in the bug out bag It has here. gauze. It has band-aids. It has, like, scissors. It has, like, random stuff. It oh, doesn't have the that. one that my buddy at work got, I think his has, like... I want to get some, some of that. Yeah, stitching. Um, so learn first aid. Go low-tech. Learn outdoor survival skills. You're going to die because of that. Okay. You don't like bugs and you'll freak out and run away. Yeah, I and don't then like fall bugs, but I know how to survive outside. Sure. I mean, I don't know about eating bugs. I won't do that. I saw, uh, I saw you know what I saw today? I saw a praying mantis on our, t- our, on our window. Did it get his head cut off by the female? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been the female. You never know. I don't know, but it was moving around and I was like, oh, eat the bugs, eat the bugs. Oh, they eat bugs? Yeah. They don't bug- bother us. They eat the other bugs. Good. Um, scary plan and escape. You should plan where you would go in a small scale disaster. So always in your brain, know where you're going to go. Have a direction. So like at any point, anything could happen where you need to be like, okay, this is happening. This is where we need to go. So if there's a flood, high, of course, higher ground. Or there's a zombie apocalypse. Where would the best place be to Higher be? ground. I mean, higher ground or on a higher ground is usually always the best best, place to go because you have a vantage point, Mm -hmm. all of that shit. So just always have um, an escape. Now, this next one is interesting. Ensure you have cash. You may not have access to your bank accounts. So in general, yes, we definitely need to get cash. I know. Stop it. 
and if you look, if you're on Patreon, you can see his lovely face oh, being annoying. We're on video. <laughs> so this is like this is why we do the videos because you don't pay attention to what you're doing or what you look like. I don't. So, um, so ensure you have cash because at least at the beginning, cash is very important. But then after a while, nobody's going to care about cash. So if you have cash, you can buy stuff quickly and get. Get what you need. Yeah, because people aren't going to want to do credit cards at that It could point. be down. Like, yeah, you never know. it's going to be down. Um, so, work toward optimal physical fitness. What are you looking at me for? I got <laughs> plenty of physical fitness. Okay. Running, jumping. Definitely probably should start jogging again, though. I, like, hurt my body, so I can't it, like, really hurts jog. hurts my knees, too. I do, like, 45 minutes on the elliptical every day now because it doesn't hurt my calf. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hurt my calf a couple weeks ago. I popped my muscle, and that really fucking sucked um plan for comfort foods and amusements so always have a option to like again i said you want flavorful foods whenever you just need that little pick me up yay you have it or stockpile a bunch of seasonings and stockpile a bunch of seasonings um like those mrs dash like salt free things are really good yeah so there you go start and then you those. can get some salt free or salt um also be prepared to defend your home family and supplies that should That's be number one. Guns. Guns. Sorry, Californians. Well, but... No, not necessarily only guns. Guns are very limited. And if you need to avoid um, uh, making noise, those are not usually the best get options. A silencer. So get a silencer, but those only work for so long. Um, if you... What do you mean? If you shoot um, a lot, it well, wears it down. You should be shooting a lot. So have other weapons. Like we have... Machete. Machetes, axes. Uh, you can get cleavers. swords knives from your kitchen like butcher knife learn Can't bows like and arrows inch knife i mean become daryl from the walking dead and get a crossbow Ooh, cry there you go that oh, those are hard to fucking lace up jesus christ but make sure you have or just get a bow and arrow i want to get back into bow and arrow uh, i mean i'd rather have a, a, a compound bow though those are hard as well hard to what hard to pull they have different strengths pounds poundage yeah, different strength. Anyway, so be prepared. Um, learn survival skills. So this is just an added shit. Good job for hitting your mouse. I know. Or Mike. My mouse. Yeah, my mouse. mouse. I did some Okay. Mouse. No matter what event or circumstance you are prepping for, it never hurts to have a few survival skills to lean on. Remember, the technology that you have come to rely on may not be functional, and you it have to learn how to do things the old-fashioned hey, way. No, do he's, not chew on that. He's eating our wall. Take a shot. No. Thank you. All right. Took it away from him, guys. Take another shot because I had to actually do work. Um, so you have to learn to do things the old-fashioned way. Number seven. <clears throat> uh, all I have is survival skills. You have another page. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with, folks. <laughs> this Survival skills. Next page. That's a lot of work, changing pages. <sighs> you had three pages. I had two. Oh, I thought you had three. Mm-mm. I have three. You didn't give me that many. I'm not that important. Um, how to read a map, babe. I know how to read a map. No, you don't. Yeah. You can barely read directions on the GPS. It's how? like exit here. And you're like. When it's blocked off and I can't go. You want no, me to still? You want not me to all the time it's blocked off. All the time. No, ma'am. I'll just miss it because I'm not paying attention. Most of the time is when we're driving out of state. You're not familiar with it. You're like. I mean, it can be confused. Okay, so right here in Oklahoma, they're in that little, where it's at like five interchange when we're I going by. Exactly. 
You like the first two times we drove on there when you were taking me to the airport, you because went the wrong direction. I was so. it was telling me to stay on the number and then it was not night. Now I can get there just fine. But you did. You did the same fucking thing. You did it. You did the same fucking thing. I did when we first moved here. So um <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> uh how to tie knots. I used to be so good at tying knots when I was in the oil field. And they, they, they had a really good knot you can tie. And it was like, basically, the more you pulled, the tighter it would get. So what you're saying, it's knotty? I need to look that up again because that was a really Is fucking... Is it the loopy one where you just pull it and it tightens at the end? It's like a little loop and you have... No, you it had... It, it, it does have a loop on it, but you the way you loop it, you pull the, the rope back through it. So and then you latch that into whatever you need to hold and on it to, tightens up. and it tightens it. the more you pull. That's it. like a crochet knot. No, they didn't call it that. It well, it I mean, I don't else. know what the name of it is. It's a loop thingy. But I want to look that up again because slip I used knot. to slip knot. There you go. Yes, that's what it is. Slip knot, <laughs> like the fucking band. I sure remember that. Yeah, slip knot. That was a really good fucking like uh, knot. Uh, how to start a fire? How to create a makeshift shelter? Mm-hmm. How to purify water? Mm-hmm. How to hunt? Mm-hmm. Yee, that's all you, babe. Okay. I want to kill stuff. I'm not fucking hunting. I'm not killing anything. I'm going to get really good. I'm going to like put a rope around my axe and toss it like that girl from Prey. Should I feel bad, though, if I no. don't want to hunt, but then you hunt, you kill it, and then cook it? You can clean the house. And I eat it? Is that, like, is that bad on my fault, on my part? I'm used to doing everything, so just... Not that. I'm saying, like, I don't want to kill the animal, but yet I'm still okay to eat the animal. That's fine. You probably don't even know how to, like, clean it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Fuck no, I don't. Have I been hunting before? No. Will I go hunting? No. You'll just hold my axe. (laughs) Probably won't even... I'm not going to go with you either. I'm not going to see you kill the animal. If I get a deer and it's, like, 200-pound deer, I won't be able to carry it, What were we just talking about, about the slipknot? Tie that around its waist. And you want me to mush it all the way to... Drag it home. (laughs) You're a bitch. (laughs) I can't see like I feel terribly bad when I see a dead animal inside a highway what makes you think I'm gonna be able to go out with you watch you kill something and then drag it for home basic, with you like for your survival for your survival you should be able to kill something you kill bugs every day in the house that's in the wilderness now if a deer was in my house yes I would kill it I'll just hurt it so that's all you gotta do is just hurt it out <laughs> <laughs> and I would murder it like that. It would be licking your face, and you're like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh, we have a new pet." Now I probably want it as a pet, and then we have. And a... You name it, and I'm like, "Why did you name it?" And then you murder it, and I'm all sad and depressed. Ooh, Bob tastes Jesus. great. <laughs> Remember that whole doctor scenario? This is the same thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Where I get all worked up about a doctor that's supposed to do an impossible surgery. Back surgery on me. <laughs> Back replacement No, back surgery. replacement surgery. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So uh, <laughs> I got all worked up and mad. For no, Damn it. No fucking doctor. Bob is delicious. I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh uh, there was that one. Oh. <laughs> so I was watching this one, like, video thing. And I got two more. Sorry, folks. Uh, off subject. Because we were talking about, like, naming your pets. Uh it was like some news thing guy, and it was this pig. You probably seen it. This pig that like survived cancer or it did something, 
and <laughs> the guy was getting to its name, and he just cracked out <laughs> laughing, and he was like, "Crispy bacon." <laughs> They named it, but it was like spelled different, but it was instead <laughs> crispy bacon. <laughs> he was just cracking up laughing. He couldn't even finish the fucking news thing. <laughs> I bet he got fired after that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know if he did get fired. He laughed so fucking hard. It was hilarious. He was just like, I think it was, I think it was like crispy. It was something like, like maybe it was K R I S. And then P period and then bacon. I think it was something like that. <laughs> but he was like crispy bacon. It was so fucking funny. Um, so how to navigate with a compass and how to navigate by nature. Oh, so like so moss like on the north, north side of north side of this like north star, moss grows on the north side of a tree, uh, flow of rivers. I did not know that one. I'm more nature inclined, babe. I I've mean, gotten I know lost. a North Star, even though I have gotten lost in the woods so many times, and I figure out my way out. Even eventually. I don't know where that. See, I'm good at, like, when in uh, movies where people are like walking around and they're like, "Oh, we've seen this before." Like, I'm good at remembering what we've passed. Land- landmarks. Landmarks. I'm good at that. Um, so that's most of the way how I navigate, like, I like driving without GPS. What I like is topographical maps because that helps. A topographical map shows the elevation. What the fuck that was. If you're looking at a map, it has like little circles. And that's like the smaller the circle gets, the closer to the top of the hill or mountain you're at. So a topographical map will help you see, oh, I'm on this hill near this river, blah, blah, blah. And it's, I don't think I've ever seen a map like that. I can show you. They're they're just like a map. It's just it's more like the elevation breakdown. Yeah, I want to see that. That would be dope. Okay. So now... We gave you how to prep. We told you what you're prepping for. But now, guess what? We're going to Doomsday Predictions. But I'm going to do the old predictions. You're going to do the ones that are coming up. Like the ones that we're already in. <laughs> um, so, Doomsday Predictions of the Past. So, I got this information from Britannica.com. Um, so, the first, inf- first one, I hope everybody knows this. Um, back in 2012. Do you remember that when they predicted the world was going to end? You, thought that was 2012. Thought that was supposed to be in 2000. In 2000, well, there was a 2001 as well. Well, that was Y2K. That's yeah, when Y2K. all the computers were going to go off because yeah. they didn't know what. And they didn't. Yeah. Um, so 2012 Mayan apocalypse on December 21st of 2012 marked the end of the first great great cycle of the Maya Maya long count calendar. Many uh, inter- misinterpreted this to mean an absolute end to the calendar, which tracked time continuously from date 5125 earlier so from a date 5125 years earlier there that's better um dooms and doomsday predictions emerged so after that when the mind calendar just ended i just feel like they ran out of rock and they're like <laughs> yeah maybe oh well we're probably not going to be around so yeah they can like, figure it nah, out they can figure it out and hopefully. then there's actually like a page two yeah <laughs> they just didn't flip it <laughs> Maybe they just need to flip the rock over. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Did they check that yet? So, no, I have fucking not final. Um, so next, we have Harold Camping. Harold Camping has publicly predicted the end of the world as many as 12 times based on, based on his interpretations of big, b- biblical numerology. So this dude has predicted the end of the world over 12 times. And it's never happened. So 
Obviously, we should stop listening to his predictions. Oh, I think this is my favorite one. Okay. True Way. Taiwanese religious leader Hong Min Chen established Chen Tao, or True Way, a religious movement that blended elements of Christianity, Buddhism, UFO cons- conspiracy. Wait, are you listening? I am. Okay. So the movement blended elements of Christianity, Buddhism, UFO conspiracy theories, and Taiwanese folk religion. Chen preached that God would appear on U.S. television channel 18 on March 25th, 1988, to announce that he would descend to Earth the following week in a physical form identical to Chen. (laughs) So he did. He predicted that God was going to come down that looked exactly like him. So I think he was just trying to create a cult. But I like that he not only included his religion, but all the religions. And then he's like, this is happening. Channel 18, guys. Channel 18. Channel 18. Um, next, I remember this one. Well, I, re- I didn't remember this one, but I remember learning about this one. Um, Haley's, Comet pa- Haley's Comet Panic. Haley's Comet passed by Earth approximately, 76, uh, approximately every 76 years. So I saw it when I was a kid. Mm, nice. Do you remember? You don't pay attention. Um, I don't know why I asked that. I don't know why uh, But the nearness of its approach in 1910 created fear that it would destroy the planet, either by a celestial collision or through the poisonous gases it has rumored to contain. A worldwide panic ensued, stoked by the media and, the, and such newspaper headlines as, Come, it may kill all Earth life, says scientists. So that one was that, there. Then... The next one, oh, there's one I just really liked. I forgot which one it was. Um, Millerism. A religious leader named William Miller began preaching in 1831 that the end of the world, would, as we know it, would occur with the second coming of Jesus Christ in 1843. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Joanne Southcott. Beginning when she was 42 years old, Joanne Southcott reported hearing voices that predicted future events, including the crop failures and famines of 1799 and 1800. In 1813, she announced that in the following year, she would give birth to the second Messiah, whose arrival would signal the last days of Earth, despite being 64 years old. And as she told her doctors, a virgin, she died before a baby could be born. So she predicted that she would have a baby and that would be the second Messiah, but she was 64 years old and a virgin. Wow. That didn't happen. (laughs) Okay, so this is another... Oh, this is the one I think is hilarious. Okay, the prophet Hen of Leeds. Do you know what a hen is? Hen? Like the one before a chicken? It's a chicken. It's a girl chicken. Oh, I knew that. I was just testing you. Okay, so the prophet Hen of Leeds. In 1806, a domestic hen in Leeds, England, appeared to lay eggs inscribed with messages, Christ is coming! Great numbers okay. of people reportedly visited the eggs and were not, in fact, prophetic messages, but the work of their owner. Oh, visited the hen and began to despair of the coming judgment day. It was soon discovered, however, that the eggs were not, in fact, prophetic messages, but the work of their owner, who had been writing on the eggs in corrosive ink and reinserting them in the poor hen's body. Oh. oh, wow. I did not read that last part. I just thought it was funny that the hen. That's fucked up. Oh, poor baby. It probably died. Probably. All right, next. Great Fire of London. Because the Bible calls 666 the number of the beast, many Christians in 17th century Europe feared the end of the world in the year of 1666. 
The Great London Fire, which lasted from September 2nd to September 5th of that year, destroyed much of the city, including 87 parish churches and about 13,000 houses. So the Great Fire of London. Are you paying attention? Yeah, but I think Lala, like, attacked Wade. They're just playing. No, she she snipped at him. Oh. Okay, so (coughs) given such a large amount of property damage, though, take a shot, folks. Take five shots, because this is annoying. So... Given such a large amount of property damage through the death toll of the fire was remarkably low. Reported only 10 people died from the Great Fire of London. Not quite the end of the world. All right, you guys need to chill out. Everybody take another shot because I have all dogs near me. All right. We're gonna, I have two more, and then you will do the future predictions. Okay. So the Great Flood. Johannes Stoffler a uh, respected German mathematician and astrologer predicted that the Great Flood would cover the world on February 25th of 1524, when all of the known planets would be in alignment under Pisces, a water sign. Count von Eagleheim, a German nobleman, <laughs> went so far as to build a three-story ark, though there was light rain on the day of the predicted flood, no actually f- flooding materialized. So how pissed off would you be if this guy was like, yo, he's a mathematician, he's... Johannes is a respected German mathematician and astrologer. It was like, yo, it's going to flood. And this, like, Count Igelstein built a fucking three-story ark, and then it only lightly rains. <laughs> and now you just have this fucking ark hanging in your backyard. <sighs> that sucks. Because um, last... people are so fucking gullible, that's why. My last one, oh. Montanism. Montanism, a second-century schematic movement of Christianity, began in... Firiga, modern Turkey. I don't think I pronounced Turkey so. of Monterinus? Sure. Based on the visions of Montanists, who claim to speak under the influence of the spirit, Montanists believe the second coming of Christ to be imminent. So during the second century. Didn't happen. Jeez Louise. You have line eight. And, and the Y2K didn't happen. And the Y2K didn't happen. Um, so future predictions. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see. Wow, this goes all the way to 2280. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so the first one, November 13, 2026. It's coming up, folks. Three years. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that like Heinz fucking ketchup? <laughs> it's H-E-I-N-Z. Yeah, Heinz. Heinz. That's the name of a person, babe. Not just the ketchup. No, I think that's just the ketchup. So he invented the ketchup? Sure. Okay. Heinz von Forster. Oh, I like how it's British, but it's <laughs> German. <laughs> uh, in 1960 science article, yeah, the sci- this scientist predicted a date for the end of humanity due to overpopulation. Which is doable, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we got, uh, you know, our, our brother in arms, okay. Bill Gates. and uh, uh, So maybe that's one. what they were trying to offset with the coronavirus. That, yes. That, that's your point? Yes. Okay. You knew this. I know. I was just making sure you were meaning what you mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole reason why COVID happened. That's the whole reason why all these shootings are going on. It's all fucking like 
how you say government conspiracies but factual conspiracies are conspiracies whether they're true or not okay so conspiracy yes like this this year has been the most like we're only ha- halfway through it no we're, we're, we're eight months in eight months in now so before it was half half like six months into this year we've already had more shootings than like ever I think it's like at three, it was like 350 or something like that. Shit. And school shootings, uh, Walmart. I mean, yeah, I think it was some Walmart ones, like grocery store. It's just fucking shootings happening everywhere. And it's because they're trying to get rid of guns and they're, and also for the overpopulation shit. So they're, they're doing some damn things and it's not, and we're. It's not even good. It's good stuff. Yeah. So it's definitely that. I can see that possibly happening, but. Unless they continue continue doing what they're doing. Um, twenty twenty six. Okay, so three years again. Messiah Foundation International. This spiritual organization predicts that the world will end in twenty twenty six when an asteroid collides with Earth in accordance with Raz Ahmed Gorhard Shahai's predictions in his book. <laughs> The religion of God. Great. Asteroid. (laughs) Like the dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, so when did that happen? Wasn't that like a million years ago or something like that? that? I mean, maybe. But usually when they see an asteroid coming, don't they like shoot something at it? In movies, sure. And destroy it? But then there's a bunch of little pieces coming down? Okay, so the thing is, you have to really gauge. So when an asteroid comes to, or meteor comes to, I was going to say America, the Earth, um, it goes through the different layers of space. So I don't remember what they're called. And so the, like, the friction against it and the speed of it will burn up most of the rocks. So usually these big, huge rocks that come down and they land like in wherever they're being smaller they're usually smaller it's just because it just depends on the diameter of the fucking rock so if to it, begin with if it's like bigger than earth then that's probably something to worry about but if, if it's, it's like, like the size of the fucking independence day alien ship then i'm sure that's gonna be a pretty good chunk by the time right. it hits because that was like what it was a mile wide right something like that I mean, that's pretty that's pretty big compared to the earth on the but they had big. a lot of them there was and they were strategically placed over placed the main over their cities. Main cities. Okay. I'm sad that Dallas, Texas wasn't one of them in that movie. That's I mean, at least we'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2028, Kent Hovid, probably said that wrong, but while clarifying there is no way to be certain, this Christian fundamentalist evangelist, I think I said that yeah, right. evangelist. Oh, look at me. Fuck, that gives me a chubby speculated in 2015 that 2028 was the most likely year for the rapture. Whee! Explain it again. Do you know what the rapture is? I just said explain that. So that means I don't know what the rapture is. So rapture is. is when all Christians are like taken from this earth and brought to heaven and there would be no remains from them. So their bodies will be gone. Their clothes will be remaining. And those who do not believe will be left behind. Hence the Left Behind series. That's pretty much it. Like that in a nutshell. Like, no, no, that's not what I'm making that face for. Oh. I'm making that face because... 
because can it happen sooner? I don't run that. Ooh. Did I say that out loud? Um, <laughs> <laughs> please go away. <laughs> please get the fuck out of here. Get off my planet. Okay. I mean, <laughs> like you'd said a million times anyway, religion's just a cult. Yeah, religion's just a cult. And usually religious people, super religious people. Are assholes. Yes. And they are terrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, granted... Not your family. I love your family. I mean, you might say something different from back in the day, but now they're super awesome people. Um, yeah. <laughs> you so, had no point. You just stopped. I did, but I don't want to say it on here. Um, <laughs> so thirty December 31st, 2020, Jesus, 2129. Okay. Um, I'm we'll so used to saying 2020 or 20 something. So I was going to say 2021, 29. <laughs> Uh, Sad Suri, <laughs> that's cool. This sunny Muslim theologian, theologian, the, damn it, my chubby went down. Theologian, <laughs> author of the, I'm not gonna fucking pronounce that. There's a, I know there was something Nur, and founder of the Nur movement, wrote in a letter to one of his students. The 21st is the so-called what. Just do your best. Cas, Castamunia, whatever. K a s t a m o n u. Y'all can look it up. Castamonia. Sure. Appendix. Uh, that by applying neurology to a. Oh my god. Do you want me to read that one? Yes. Like, there's what? so many fucking big ass words that I don't know what they mean or how to pronounce them. So it's D, right? Sure, I don't know. Or no, Talmud. Which one? This one? Uh, yeah, December 31st. 31st December 2129. Said Nursi, the sunny Muslim theologian, author of the Rasali Nur, and founder of the Nur movement, wrote in a letter to one of his students, the 21st in the so-called Castamonu Appendix, that by applying numerology to Hadith, he had arrived at a date of 1545 for the arrival of arrival of doomsday um in 1545 in the hijuri calendar would be 2122 in the rami calendar or rumi calendar it would be 2129 nursey added that this was not a definite prediction as nobody knows the time of doom in a strict manner so in their 1545 in their calendar uh, whatever calendar it was saying that it's gonna be the end of the world and so when they translate it to another calendar, it said 2022, 2122. And then in the Rumi calendar, which is, I guess, our, our calendar, it's 2129. They're only doing that because mm-hmm. it didn't happen in that so-called they're time. Like, oh, so they're like, oh, it no, it's this one. And it was like, it didn't happen then. So now we're changing it to this one. Get the fuck out of here. Um, they won't even be around to figure it out. Jesus. Yeah, 21, yeah, 2129. Like everyone who's alive now is not going to be alive then. Unless we become that's vampires. Like, that's like, what, 109, no, 107, no, 106 years? Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Um, like, literally everyone alive right now will not be, be alive then. Unless there's something that, they, like, what is it? Cryogenic. Cryo, cryogenic, yeah. Let's see. So, September 30th, 2239. 
That's the last one, We're guys. De- no, it's there- not. Just, I got one more. Oh. There's definitely not going to be anyone alive now, then. That's like fucking 206 years from now. Uh, Talmud, mm-hmm. Orthodox, Judaism. According to the Talmud in mainstream Orthodox Judaism, the Messiah will come within 6,000 years from the creation of Adam. And the world may be destroyed a thousand years later. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this would put the beginning of the period of desolation in 2239 and the end of the period of desolation in 3239. Like, who is to even tell if the world's even going to be fucking, like, around then? Like, they're talking about... a. From now, that's... That's a long time. That's over a thousand years from now. Like... (laughs) Are you done? Like, technology... No, no, no. Technology's gonna be different. Fucking everything's gonna be different. Anyway, uh, so 2280, Rashid Khalifa, according to the Egyptian-American biochemists research on the Quran, the world we're in during that year. Wait, okay, but that's the funny part. I was looking on it. There's actually a long-ass list of possible futures. Oh, I'm sure there's like a I just, just like, I'm eliminating it because I don't want to read all of those because it would take five years. Jesus. So, we hope that we gave you a nice little tidbit of information about Doomsday and what the potential that could happen, what could happen, how to, like, circumvent those issues. What will happen, because I'm sure something is going to happen within, like, the next, I would say, probably two to three years. Before our, like... Probably two to three years. Like, that, uh, this, uh, 2026 one, I can, I can kind of see that one. I can kind of see that one. 100%. We'll be around. We will be around for that one, but... Knock on wood. A thousand years later, I mean... Granted, I'm pretty sure no one in this fucking world right now, like, cares what happens a thousand years from now. Because we're not going to be here. So. We don't care. I mean, unless it's reincarnation <laughs> is a true thing, then we will be. But in a different, like, what is it? Uh, conscience, right? Or a different body. Different body and soul. No, souls stay the same. Different body, I guess. Right. But you're, ne- you're technically not supposed to remember what your past life was. So it would be a different conscience, too, wouldn't it? I remember. I mean, you remember. Most people, you're like the 1%. Most, probably not even that. It's probably like 0.5. Most people don't remember, but um, I was going to say something that I can't remember. Oh, well. That's okay. It's gone. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, next episode is... We're, we're not, not qualified. qualified. I mean, we are qualified. I, I was waiting for you, but then you said not. I, I know. Was like, what? I fucked up. So, we take your uh, advice, questions, confessions, stories. You can always write in. So, please go to our email, night 69 so 69 at gmail.com, and send us your stories. Also, you can go onto our website and go to contact section, and then there... You can just send us an email as Imagine well. Imagine that we have been getting like emails, but like maybe people gotten like the email wrong or something like that, and then we just haven't received anything. And then like all the good stories that we get. And then just like, like now you said like six nine because maybe they just they wrote maybe out they 69. wrote out sixty nine. No, it's just the number six nine. Yeah, just the number six nine. Um, and then now we start getting like flooded shit. Because <laughs> we get some. I mean, I hope we do. That'd be yeah. awesome. You don't, you don't do any of the side work, so you don't get don't. to say anything. Um, so what else can you find on our website, Lur? Merch and Patreon. Great. Patreon and 
merch. But also what you guys can do is do us a huge favor. Please, 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 on whatever format you listen to, rate and review. So that is going to help us grow. We are plenty, like working on growing our podcast, and we only can do that with your help. So We definitely want to grow. Seconds. We love talking to y'all. We love being on the mic. And now that we have the video up, it's even better now because you now can see our facial expression like Wifey's doing now. Only on Patreon. But it is only on Patreon, so... If you donate a dollar, you will get to see our faces, unfortunately. Our beautiful faces. And trust me, seeing video is usually a lot more... I'm going to say this. I know it's not right, but I'm going to say it. I don't give a shit. Funnier than just hearing our voices. So... Just funner. (laughs) Funnier is right. Funnier. Oh, it is right? Not funner, but funnier. Yes, that's right. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this is not going to be right. Funnier. Funnier. Funny. So funner. Funner. That's what I meant to say, I guess. Look at me. I'm just prone to speaking proper English. I said it. No. Wow. I know thing. my eyebrow itches, babe. I'm just trying to, oh, I'm just trying to too. get it. Okay. Are you becoming bulimic? Maybe. Great. I'll join you. Welcome to our podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So raw we, and uncut. Seriously, I don't do shit on editing unless we say something. Really yeah, bad. unless we say something <laughs> which we haven't. But you always, we, normally we only cut out stuff if, like, we have to go stop the dogs from doing something. But or... video is uncut, so seriously, whenever you see us get up or move, we usually stop the podcast, but we don't do that in this case because the video software I use is a pain in the ass, and I don't feel like Yeah, it. so we so. just have to. It's definitely raw and uncut on the videos, so. Except I do add our music and then the logo at the beginning, so when they listen to the music and then we start. It's cute. So, so added stuff, but we don't delete stuff. So even so, better. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, so today was a long episode. I hope. How long you, is it? Uh, hour and thirty. Ooh, I know, but we had a lot to talk about. It's fucking Doomsday. prepping. Like yeah. this is very important. So. And it's really interesting. Uh, we hope we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And until next time, peeps. Peace out.